chewing. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. So welcome everybody to tonight's the Pages Library. This is a round table. So this is where me and Ryan just kind of talk about whatever we want. Normally we're like checking out audiobooks or looking at anime and maybe even some other things coming soon. But today we're just talking about whatever. And we were just talking about the the shining again. And I find it kind of funny. I don't know if, if you've had this experience, Ryan, but like anytime I bring up the movie to anybody, everybody seems to think it's a classic. Oh yeah, it's it is widely considered a classic. And I think it's mostly so this person who commented on YouTube, I think they are of a I don't actually know, but I'm assuming since they said something about younger generations don't understand it or younger people, I'm assuming what? they they might be an older person. Okay. Um, but I think that's relevant because you got to remember like when that when that movie came out it probably was scary as shit because, you know, at that time, that was just, you know, scarier than like what a lot of stuff we have now. They didn't have high tech CGI and stuff to, you know, enhance it. Right. But The Shining isn't really like a movie about like fantastic. I mean, even the book, I mean, isn't like isn't about like fantastical jump scares in your face the whole time. No. I agree. It's more, it's more like a looming sense of dread. Right. And when I replied to that comment, I basically said that is it just we we just like we liked the book so much that the movie is kind of a disappointment, I feel like. And it's funny because because I saw a, a Reddit comment the other day that was saying that it was like after reading the book, like and watching the movie, it's like the movie really has nothing to do with the book. No, and I get it. This this person to address that because I know we talked about that in the episode and they said, you know, Kubrick basically had the right to do it however he wanted. It's just like, yeah, but almost the only premise is that premise that was the same is that there was at a family at a hotel in the mountains. And right, that was about, right. I mean, that was like, it was very, very loosely kind of, based on it i feel like yeah for for sure and like uh, dude a lot of the, my issues with that movie just have to do with that female actress the she, comment the comment mentions her too really yeah that she's great and we're dumb uh yeah actually interesting <laughs> but i can't rag on shelly duvall too much because Kubrick like picked her to play that part so I don't even think she was like a big time actress and it that's unfortunate for her it'd have been different if like the whole cast was that way and it was just like yeah, but... but you can't put somebody who's like brand new next to like Jack Nicholson you just and, and Scatman Crowley what was that guy's name I had oh yeah yeah it, was it, it wasn't that his name Scatman was it Scatman Crothers I, I didn't feel I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, and like I don't know. It's just I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to like rag on it too much because apparently people love it and I'm dumb. Well, mostly just, like her running down the stairs in that scene is so like laughably comical. Yeah, I agree with that. And like I, 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 there's no way you can't be like, well, this movie is scary and has so much tension when you just look at her face. Right. And, like, immediately, that just pulls me out of it. I'm like, what were they thinking? <laughs> yeah, Like, yeah, I it's agree. definitely got some iconic moments in it, for sure, but... Well, and I mean, it is a Kubrick movie, and Kubrick kind of just... He has a different way of, of doing things. I mean, that's kind of what he was known for, is because he just had a, his own visions on a lot of stuff. So... Hmm. But I... Th think there's something to be said for the fact that then um stephen king basically did that other short whatever yeah, it was made for tv watched. no and i haven't either but from things i've read king felt like he needed to do that because he didn't like the way the kubrick movie was presented he almost doesn't like any of the movies about his stuff I did read a thing that 
and I mean, obviously, it's the age of the internet, so who knows? It, it, you know, six in one, half dozen in the other, that it's true. Um, he did like the newest, not the newest It movie, but when It was remade, the newer when one. When it was like a TV series? No. The new, not the one that just came out, not It Chapter 2, but the one, It, that came out like a couple years ago. Which I never saw. It's actually pretty good. And apparently King liked it. He thought it was well done. Yeah, Stephen King. So There's so much writing. Like, I feel like I haven't even really scratched the surface of all of his writing. And, and like, all the stuff he's written under pen names and stuff. Just because he had to prove that he was a good writer. Oh, I feel like it would be... It would almost have to be your life's work to uh, take in all of Stephen King's content. <laughs> Yeah. It might, it might not be a bad life. No. It's a spooky I mean, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which it is hollow. It's it's Halloween month. It is Halloween month, and we're already halfway through it. Holy crap. I know. It's going pretty fast. <clears throat> this year, literally, though, has just been a dumpster fire blur, so... So when, when are the gates of hell literally going to open? It's got to be uh, soon, right? I was going to say, it's got to be any day now. Maybe it'll be on Halloween this year since... <laughs> literally just <laughs> the gates of hell just rip open somewhere. <laughs> it could happen because people are like uh, um, pushing back against like Halloween this year for a lot no, of reasons. No, they're not. Yeah, dude, are they? for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Are you talking about like COVID shit? Both COVID and like... You know, apparently any costume you get now is offensive, so... It's true, man, like... <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Because now I, anything... I they were over that already. I don't think so. I think that still... Every time somebody forgets about it, somebody has to shout louder so that you remember <laughs> that. Hey, did you guys remember that we hate that? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, hey, here's a chance for us all to maybe, you know have some good feelings and people are like, ah, don't forget, you know, there's a, there's a lot of hate out there. It's like, God, thanks for reminding us. You, you know, what's something that's kind of funny to me is when I was in high school for spirit week, there were people who were definitely in blackface because they were, they were pretending to be NBA basketball players. Oh, I'm sure that, that was not that long ago. <laughs> right. And nobody said anything. No. And <sighs> I don't even know if I want to dip my toes into this subject, but that's because like if you're not doing it to be like if you were doing it specifically to be a racist piece of shit, that's one thing. But if you're doing it like whether it's ignorance, whether it's just because you're uh, see, I don't even know if I want to say anything now. Maybe you um, should. I just wanted to bring up the fact that not that long ago, like, I'm trying to stuff say like that was like happened a lot, and I didn't even really think about it. That's what I mean, though. I guess that's my point. Is to me, it wouldn't be seen as a big deal, and maybe that just shows my white privilege, ignorant ass. But it wouldn't be that big of a deal unless that person was doing it specifically to be a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Right. Then, obviously, even I'm going to step up and be like, hey, you're a piece of shit, and that's not funny. Nobody thinks that's funny. Like, it's no... Dude, in South Park, when they all paint their faces black, because they're not even doing it to do blackface, they're they're trying to hide in the dark, so they all paint their faces black, but Token paints his face white? That's hilarious. Like, <laughs> It is pretty funny. That's so funny. <laughs> <clears throat> Which reminds me, have you seen the pandemic special yet? No. God damn it! You need to watch the pandemic special. <laughs> I've been was I've been busy watching the Great British Baking Show again. Oh, are you going back through it? Yeah, I don't. I'm sure. Yeah, nobody cares about this, but the new the new host is awful <laughs> in the new season. He is like unbearably bad. <laughs> it's. Yeah, it's, it's like cringeworthy cool. when he talks. Super cringeworthy, yeah. 
It's like, where'd they find? Did they like just pull a random guy out of a dumpster? Like, I don't understand what they were thinking. Oh man, I think he's a comedian, like but, a like, well-known I, I, British comedian. I know that Sandy took a different job, and freaking Noel, old Greg. Anybody who doesn't know what that is and who likes the Great British Baking Show, and it's like, what do you? What, who's old Greg? Like, look it up, and it'll, it'll make no sense to you still. <laughs> But he no. he he is such a good host, and him him and Sandy were so good together. And then this new guy comes in, and he, I don't know, it just doesn't work. Now it just feels like because I feel like Noel is just he's genuinely funny. He has he that genuinely funny. He has that British humor down to a T. But now you have this new guy who almost now seems like he's trying to compete for that like funny spotlight. But I agree. 99% of it is just cringe when he talks. Yeah, but he's trying to be like sarcastic, funny, but I, I don't I don't know like is it is this whole shtick that he's awkward? I think so. That's basically his Yeah. And then that which is which I will be honest was funny to me in like the first episode. And then after that, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's like the same joke over and over. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, don't do this to me, Great British Baking Show. <laughs> oh, you, I mean, you're still gonna watch it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I am. Yeah, you, you can't see how not those watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some some reason, this is like my favorite show. It's because it's so chill, and because it's not an American competition show. No, I mean, they're nice and help each other. Yeah, like, I was actually talking to, to Caitlin about that, because I've only seen, like, the first three episodes. Um, That's all there is. Well, then, perfect. So, either way, at, like, the end of one of the episodes, you know, the one guy ends up going home, and the other guy's like, Oh man, I thought for sure it was gonna be me, or you know they they say things like that. Whereas it, in like an American show, they'd be like, "Yeah, that piece of shit deserves to go home." I know I, mean, I did. Way somebody better. would get up and be like, "Woo, fuck yeah. you, man!" <laughs> Woo. <Yeah. laughs> or like, uh, they get like a bad critique from the judges, and they're like, "Yeah, I deserve that. I, it was bad." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> American like show would be like sobbing. The judges are idiots. They don't know what's. They have no idea what's good food. Yeah. What would Which, what would Paul Hollywood know about bread? <laughs> strangely enough, I like the American. What's it called? It's like the the like barbecue challenge or something like that. Oh, you were telling me about that. I don't. I haven't watched that still. And it's actually pretty good. I have to check that. And one there out. there isn't a lot of bullshit, and they're not they're not like constantly like flashing the time clock and like flashing the you know like huge stacks of money. It yes. drives me crazy in in competition shows. It's like these chefs are competing for one hundred grand, and it's just like massive pile of money. And for some reason, they keep like it'll like cut to the chef's face, cut to the time clock, cut to the freaking money pile. It's like yes. why? <laughs> I cut I know to, there's money. Cut to commercial. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, how did Tina's wontons turn out? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> that I feel like too in the Great British Baking Show, and I'm sure there is a little bit of. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, editing magic and stuff, but I feel like it's not to the extent of like American shows. So I really liked watching Inked or Ink Master. Uh, uh, yeah, Ink Master. And uh, mostly because I just like to see the tattoos. But then you read all this stuff of like people who actually went on the show and they were like, yeah, the timer thing is complete nonsense. They said there were some people who were done two hours early. There were some people who went an hour over the time limit. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's like an arbitrary thing just to create tension on the show portion of it. And then, like, there was all these clips where uh, people who were getting tattooed were, like, wearing these uh, headphones. And, the, you know, the camera's going around and it, like, pans around this person wearing these headphones. So people wrote on Reddit, they were like, yeah, I was on the show, and the producers would literally come around, stick the headphones on you to get a panning shot, and then take them back away and walk away. To, to make it seem like you weren't hearing what was going on? Well, I think, no, because they were promoting the headphones. It was like a, 
It was like an oh. ad in the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I I thought you meant you were like they they have been sequestered in this room for blah 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 blah. blah. They don't even know what's no. going to happen. No, I don't yeah, know why they, that's what I was picturing. No, they were literally just. Uh, no, they, they were like, like check out these sick Beats by Dre. Literally everybody's wearing them, and they're like, all right, give the headphones back. Yeah, they well yeah because they made it look like. You know, people are just like chilling out, like listening to music while they're getting tattooed. And they were like, yeah, no, that's not what was happening. <laughs> yeah, tattoos are an interesting one. I wouldn't know. I don't... No, I, I, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't know either. <laughs> uh, I feel like everybody has them and then no one has them. Yeah. That makes any sense. I just I've never gotten one because I've never found anything that I was one uh, that I wanted on my skin permanently forever. Um, and two, use that piece of skin. Well, two that I uh, I wouldn't I don't know how, if I could find someone I trust enough to not screw this permanent thing up. You know, I would let you draw some art for me. If somebody could tattoo it, right? No, dude, I no, I can't freaking draw <laughs> to be able to. <laughs> I used to, yeah, I used to could, but not anymore. I, I used to could, <laughs> not no more. <laughs> oh, somebody at my work got COVID. Oh God, I've known a few people at where I work that have had it. I luckily haven't been around any of them. But, I wasn't around her, but I was around people who have been around her. Yeah, see, and that's sketchy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so lame. <laughs> well, and who knows, man? You could have already had it, and you never, you didn't even know. You know what I true. mean? Very true. This is literally like the weirdest invisible monster of ever. It's like the weirdest boogeyman ever. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like why it's so dangerous, right? It's because people can have it and not know that they have it. Yeah, which I I still don't know how I feel about the whole thing, but I, I saw this thing a while back, and it was like, how how deadly of a disease is this that you won't know you have it until you get a test? Like, <laughs> that's a good point. I, yeah, I can't argue with that. Like, because... It affects everybody so differently that, and one thing I think is weird too is like nowadays, you, you could go to the doctor and be like, I have this terrible pain in my stomach, like something's wrong in my stomach, and they'd be like, Oh, we're gonna give you a COVID test real quick. It's like, no, there's something wrong with my fucking stomach, or like, or like my arm is broken. They'd be like, Hey, you probably have COVID. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? No. Yeah, it's. It's interesting. I don't know. I, I I know. I feel like we've probably talked it to death. Well, everybody has. It's all that everybody can talk about this year. Yeah, it's <laughs> why I can't stand podcasts anymore. <laughs> Let us not turn into one like that. Oh yeah. Oh, I have some a, a topic I want to bring up. Okay, I'm uh, listening. Could potentially get us some hate mail. Um, oh, no, maybe not. <laughs> it could potentially have our... Uh, uh, we've already talked about blackface, so fuck it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's not It's not that bad. This is about religion, so oh, we're not okay. going to talk about anything. We're not going to talk about anything that has to do with race. <clears throat> yeah, race is um, too spicy. <clears throat> no, I, ha- this is th- I had this question the other day. So okay. to myself, this is how pathetic I am. I, I was literally asking myself this and like arguing with myself over this. So I watched, I should have shown you these clips before we started recording. Cause I knew I wanted to talk about it. Um, so I watched, I seen this clip on YouTube and it said something to the effect of like proof of God's grace or, or something like that. Okay? okay. Something to that effect. So I guess this guy was driving down the highway and the car in front of him hit a piece of metal and it kicked the piece of metal up and it busted it right through this dude's windshield. And the piece of metal was sitting in the guy's lap and it was a substantial chunk of metal, like a half inch thick, like, I don't know, 18 inch long, four inch wide 
plate, like a substantial chunk of metal. Um, but it went like through his windshield in the upper left corner and then like just landed in his lap. And he's saying that's like proof of God's mercy that that thing didn't come through his windshield and like kill him, I guess, or that he did, didn't crash. Hang on. Hang on. Let me, let me finish. And I, and then I, <laughs> you, you already hear, know what I'm going to say. Well, then I want to hear your rebuttal. Um, and all the everybody in the comments was saying the same thing, like, "Oh, this is just proof, you know, it wasn't your time." This is they had they were basically just just laying it on thick. Of obviously, this is proof of God's grace. So, I also saw this other video on Reddit of all these like younger people like around this like swimming hole out in the middle of like a jungle. Okay, okay, so. Like, pretty steep kind of uh, hills on all sides of it going down into, like, the swimming hole. And there was, like, you know, some cliffs they could jump off of and whatnot. And somebody's, like, kind of panning around their camera filming. And as they pan to one side, you hear this kind of crashing sound. And then a rock, like, the size of a fucking small watermelon, comes rolling down the hill and hits this one kid in the back of the head of all places. Knocks him unconscious, and he falls like eight feet down into the water, unconscious, okay? And a bunch of people jump in to go save him, and then the video ends. And I'm like, is that, like, what did that kid do to piss God off? Because that was a very specific punishment in my eyes. <laughs> okay, so, I want to talk about the car one first. Okay, I, I want to hear. So, if God is looking out for you, why is he hitting your car with a piece of steel in the first place? Bingo. And that like like I don't really understand this super inconvenient. It's just like, well oh, man, you shattered my windshield. That's really nice of you. Thanks yeah, for thanks. saving me on that one, dude. Thanks for saving my life and my fucking insurance ain't gonna cover this. Like But seriously, that was my question. Like why if if God was looking out for this guy in the first place? Why would the piece of metal have been there in the first place? And why would it and, have hit his car? Right. So, if God intervened on this one, that would mean some other force that outsmarted God put the in metal the there place. in the first place, which then breaks the omnipotent, all-knowing, all-powerful part of God. Because that means he was he was almost duped and he had to step in at the last minute. And I I don't like these other things that get brought up of like, oh, it was a test of of faith. It's like, well, then that just tells me God is begging for your attention. Kind like, of, right? It, that's what that says to me is he's begging for your attention. Please pray to me. Bow down before me, my children. Like, I don't like that vision of a god. Yeah, and I, I mean, the rock one is perfect, right? It's like, so in this specific scenario, like, like if God is truly controlling everything that really happens, he picked this kid in particular to get hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was like, Fuck this kid in particular. There was like, I'm not kidding, there was probably 15 of them around this hole. And at different heights and different levels and people sitting and standing. This kid was standing. So this thing bounced perfectly and just knocked this kid right in the back of the head. Like it was, if, if it's not chance or dumb luck or randomness, then that means he was chosen to get knocked in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. And in that yeah, case, and, and it, so is God acting like in malice? That's what I mean. In that case, what in the world did this kid do to deserve that? Like, because if not how justice works in our world, I we we know of plenty of people who have done some heinous shit, and they don't get a specific rock dropped on their head. Like that, no. I don't. I guess I don't understand how somebody could see 
those two videos and be like and still have like a super strong like god god stepped in in the first one but uh ah, god would he just wasn't paying attention on the second one yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't yeah like i don't know like my main issue with like an omnipotent like all 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 knowing and all caring being it's like why are there so many injustices that get done all over the world constantly then well it's all part of god's plan it's like yeah but i'm not even like personally witnessing these injustices happen but that doesn't mean they don't happen so right. like what have these people done that i haven't done to make it so that their life is so much shittier than mine right i don't know See, and I, I would be more inclined to believe in like a, um, like a rebirthing type of setup that we're stuck in, like a, almost a loop where every time you're reborn, you're here to learn something new, like or to learn a new lesson. But that nobody's in control of that, and that makes more sense to me than an all-knowing, omnipotent being that's controlling everything and that has a plan for everything that to me does not it just doesn't make sense no and if yeah life's, life's too random to make sense well exactly and the it's all part of god's plan i feel like it's just it's kind of a cop-out it's like like that oh it was all part of god's plan to save this guy in his car but to knock this kid silly like what that's a terrible plan. Like, and that also means God planned to put the piece of metal in the fucking road in the first place to hit this dude's car. What would be the point? To prove that he exists, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure that's what that kid was thinking, too, when he's seeing the white light as he's fucking sinking to the bottom of the water after he got knocked out. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It's just like, like two victims of two random events of chance, and one of them, one of them rolled high and one of them rolled low. I guess one, one rolled a twenty and one yeah, rolled one a rolled one. A one. <laughs> critical success and a critical failure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to go swimming up. You were hit in the head with the back of a rock. What? What? <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? I'm gonna have to use that in a D and D game one of these times. Somebody rolls a one. You're like, uh. Yeah, you tried to open that door, and actually a rock rolled down the hill and hit you in the head. And now you take one d6 damage. <laughs> yeah, some of the some of the DM stuff that you can do is like some of the most interesting part of Dungeons and Dragons to me. Yeah, because you are the all-knowing, omnipotent god at that point. <laughs> well, you're you're like the game engine and like the main story force at the same time. But you like have to be able to adapt to what the players want to do. Right. That's what makes yeah, it's crazy. That's kind of what makes the game so like dynamic though, is that it no two games, even if you ran the same scenario, no two games would be alike as long as there were different players. Or even the same players and you were like, Hey, uh, we're gonna, you know, time was reversed and we're gonna run this scenario again. Like it it probably won't play out the same. Yeah. yeah, I've been watching. I can't remember his name. I would like to like shout him out if I could, but he he uh, he does like role playing videos, but like from the perspective of the DM and like how to handle players when they're acting a certain way, and it's really interesting. Like I just watched one about uh, he calls them murder hobos, which are like people who just want to kill people no matter what. Yeah, and yeah, like, that's, how, yeah, how that's to, like totally yeah, yeah, and so like how to like tailor. Like in like like certain NPCs and stuff like so even if they kill this guy they'll still be able to progress with the story, right? Well, and that's the hard part about like also being a DM is you don't want to like like you want to tell a story and I know there's some people who play and they it's literally just sandbox. The DM's like, okay, so what do you guys want to do? And they're like, we want to go to Trumanville. And he's like, all right, you guys go there. It's four days away from where you are. And uh, you got to go through the forest to get there. Like, it, it's literally forest just... Forest of doom? Right, well, it's, it's just made up on the spot. 
and then another the other way which is how i would prefer to do it is you have a a story that's kind of in place like an overarching story and then you also have a lot of little side paths you know more more video gamey and you're sort of more steering the players rather than like you don't want to put them on rails and, and they're like we want to go in the tavern and you're like uh the tavern's locked can't go in there <laughs> tavern's closed go away yeah well, we want to go in that guy's house uh actually his house is on fire now you can't go in his house like <laughs> yeah, what do you mean that house is on fire <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like railroading them to where you know if they're like we want to climb this tree then like people who are playing are the dm you don't have to be scared to just kind of go along with it all right you climb the tree ask them what they see you don't have to make something up for them ask them what they see and then if they're like well we don't know it's like well what are you blind like what do you see <laughs> yeah that's super interesting and then when you're all done playing your dungeons and dragons then you that's when you go sacrifice puppies you know to satan like everybody thinks you do mm. that's a good point i forgot about that oh man i remember like being i wasn't very old i was like third grade and like there were some kids that were playing dungeons and dragons and i told mom about it and she was like you are not allowed to play dungeons and dragons with them you will lose your mind yeah that was like that was literally a lot of consensus at the time was that it was like an evil thing and they used some story i can't remember what it was they used the media used some kid he like killed himself or something and they found out that he played dungeons and dragons and so they latched onto that and used it as like this is why he killed himself and he was worshiping demons in this game and yeah well don't you remember like when the manhunt games came out and like there was a kid in australia who like killed a man uh, killed a guy and then he had a copy of the game and I don't even think he was playing it. It was the, the weird thing where they're like, man, like people who play Manhunt kill people. This game causes people to kill people. Yeah, that's that's a common thread nowadays, even though it's like I saw this thing, too. It was like some stupid meme, but it was like uh, if video games cause, mur- you know, murder, what was their excuse back in the 1500s? Like, yeah. You know, it's it's just such a silly argument. Um, well, the frick, the kids who did uh, Columbine, they tried to blame Doom, I think, on that because the one kid like played Doom and he was like active on like this Doom forum or something. Like it's something silly like that. So they were like, clearly, Doom, this violent video game, drove them to do this. A game where you're fighting demons that are like pixels that don't even look anything like remotely human. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't get it either. And it's such a, I don't know. I, I understand that video games obviously now are more widely accepted than ever before, but it still is always like a connotation that's going to be there is because I guarantee you if some, Something happens, some big event, like some young kid, you know, killed a bunch of people and they were like, oh, my God, he had a copy of Oblivion from the Xbox 360. Clearly, this is what caused him to go insane. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe he did actually go insane playing Oblivion. Never mind the fact that his alcoholic father beat him every night. Yeah. We we will skip over that part (laughs) because... The reality of the of it is too tragic to talk about, so we'll make something up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of reasons people lash out with hate. That's almost what it feels like, though, is that the media, especially nowadays, like they obviously, if it bleeds, it leads. That's always been this the case, but it's almost like nowadays, if like that, like. The, the journalist comes in and he's like, hey, I found out that that kid who killed all those other kids, uh, his father was an alcoholic and he beat him every single night for like, you know, two years straight. And the lead journalist would be like, that's it? That's all you got? No, we can't tell reality. We have to, 
it doesn't sound cool enough. (laughs) Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, that's depressing. Uh, You got to think of something else that makes him sound even crazier. You know what's funny? Something that I was thinking about the other day that I thought was going to be a lot more common in my life just playing video games was amnesia. Like, I thought for sure at some point in my life I was going to forget who I was. (laughs) Oh, yeah, like you would get lost in video games? No, not even that. It's just like it happens. It's like so common in video game stories. It's like the main protagonist just like forgot who they were. Yeah, sure. (laughs) It happens all the time. That is true. It comes up in anime too, all the time. Yeah, all the time. They make it act like it's so common. Like, have you ever met anybody that had amnesia? (laughs) I don't know. They probably would know if they did. (laughs) I don't know because I have amnesia. Yeah, what were we talking about? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like quicksand? Like, I thought I was going to run into quicksand all the time. Never ran into quicksand once in my life. Ever. I thought thought there'd be a lot more dungeons around. Not even that. It's just like, I don't know, like stuff that would come up in like, you know, like problems they have in like little kids TV shows. I'm sure you probably get a lot more of it with your kids, like watching some of that, sh- that stuff. But it's just like, like the issues they have are not issues that regular people deal with. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So is it about winter time or what? What do you mean? It's I dude, it's cold here. It's only gonna be it's like cold. twenty it's only Wait. Be like twenty eight degrees here. It's twenty eight degrees tomorrow? Are you in Cheyenne? Yeah. It was fifty something here today. I didn't take my sweatshirt off all day. Oh no, it it's it'll be twenty eight degrees tonight. It'll probably be like forty degrees tomorrow during the day. I don't know like because right now I'm at Denver Botanic Gardens. I'm putting up Christmas lights. Oh, I don't know what that's... like what compels people. They see me putting up Christmas lights. They're like, are you putting up Christmas lights? <laughs> yeah. What else am I doing? <laughs> Get that question like 15 times a day. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. And no, no, nobody ever prefaces it by like, I'm sure you get this all the time. Or like trying to be friendly about it. They just like are just like, like throwing the question in my face. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Every day. Oh, man. I tried to even – I was trying to come up with a witty response to that, but there isn't one <laughs> because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what compels people. Oh, man. That's – no, we're actually putting up daylight lights. That's yeah. all. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> God. I'm actually taking them down. Some yeah. other guy was just here putting them up. I'm taking them down. <laughs> yeah, this bandit has just been putting them up all over the city for some reason. <laughs> yeah, some asshole's been putting these up in all these trees. Freaking an exorbitant amount of them. Dude, you could get people on your side, though, if you were like... Some asshole's been putting these up in all these trees, and he's strangling these trees. They can't breathe. Yeah, like that's one of the things that like is so silly to me is like pe- like people don't know what they're talking about when it comes to their own plants sometimes, and it just bothers me. I wouldn't pretend to know. I've killed too many plants at my house to pretend to know what anything about plants. Yeah, like... not on purpose. <laughs> Either. I was trying to keep them alive. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, like, houseplants are hard. Yeah, it, Caitlin was showing me all these things, like, because we've been having pretty bad luck with the plants we are trying to keep alive. So then she shows me, like, these pictures, and it's, like, literally grass growing in the middle of a freaking power line. It's growing, like, right up in the center. It's like, seriously? <laughs> yeah, dude, life finds a way. Yeah, not in not in my yard. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but not if you're trying. That's that's the thing. I know. You go out to the woods and you're like, man, this place looks great. Who's taking care of all this? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. The the woods is a weird one. 
Like, why are the woods so crowded in Colorado? I don't understand. Who's taking care of all this? And Bigfoot's like, what? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good Bigfoot. (laughs) I kind of wish he's real. Maybe he is, man. I heard a, I heard a new thing that talks about uh, big. So, you know, the obvious thing is that like, oh, Bigfoot is a, uh, he's just like a humanoid, like monkey. You know, he's like a different evolution of human type thing. And mm-hmm. other people, a newer thing that's coming up is like actually, Bigfoot or Sasquatch, they're like, a, like a planeswalker. Okay, so they so, play Magic the Gathering? Uh, yeah, and they're really fucking good at it. No. <laughs> he just, just like stumbles upon you in the, in the, in the woods, and he's like, fashion a duel, my friend? <laughs> he just like, I, I just picture like one of those things where they, uh, in the cartoons where they pull back like some bushes to reveal a clearing, and it has a chopped off stump, and the magic decks are already sitting there. Oh, yeah, like, they'd be cool as hell. <laughs> um. But no, so because a lot of Bigfoot stories, you know, like people have told stories about shooting these things and they they swear they know they hit them. They're like, I hit this thing. There's no way I missed. I shot that thing. And then it's just gone. Right. No blood. No nothing. So these other people have theorized that it it's a real physical thing, but then it can like tear rips in reality, basically, and go walk through that to another plane of existence and then they just they can come in and out whenever they want basically yeah, but why would they hang out in this shitty plane well that part is up for debate that's probably why you don't see them very often because they're, they're like coming in like oh man this place sucks i yeah. get shot every time i'm here <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take my annual vacation this year hope i don't get shot again I mean, like that's an interesting interpretation, but it's, I feel like that's such a cop out. It's like, oh, you don't see him because, uh, yeah, he just like walked through dimensions, dude. Well, I do find it interesting though, because like, you know, like when you go out in the woods, like you don't see like bears very often, but you and I both know a bear exists, right? I've seen a bear a couple times, and it's scary right. every time. But that's what I mean, like. You and I have both physically seen a bear in the woods, so you know yeah. it exists. The, but like people claim to have seen Bigfoot and say, "I saw him with my own two eyes. He exists." So to me, just because you and I haven't seen it, and just because, like, it's hard though because you you've also you know people have found dead bear bodies. And nobody's ever found a dead Sasquatch. It would only take one, only one to be found for everybody to be like, well, well, fuck, I guess it's real. Like, yeah. And that's, that's one of my big issues with it. It's like, at some point I feel like we would have found some evidence. Right. I feel like what, like what it probably originated from was somebody who saw a bear walking on its two hind legs, probably not even very far but they saw it from like a long ways away and they didn't they didn't get a very good glimpse of it and so to them it looked like like a person that was super hairy just walking around right cuz when a bear stands up it is like a a bipedal humanoid shape when it stands up i agree with that but if you like you know how like when you only like when you're walking through the trees and you all you like catch a glimpse of something mm-hmm. and you don't really get a like a good like sight of it if you saw like a bear standing up, like kind of a long ways away from you, and you only caught it for a couple seconds, I could see why you would think it would be something entirely different. Right. I don't know, man. I saw this video. Um, this guy's like walking around in the woods, and you can hear some like serious like crashing noises. You know, like stuff sounds in the woods, and everything's amplified when you're in the middle of the woods. Um. And he's hearing some crazy sounds and he's like breathing deep. Like he sounds like he's freaked out and he comes around this tree and he <clears throat> is like a, a ways away. He sees this thing and it looks very humanoid shape and it's like ripping at this tree, breaking pieces off of it. Like almost like uh 
it's like a dead kind of stump looking thing that's like really like, tall like bears do when they're looking for grubs this was not a bear though dude and i'm not kidding i don't know what the hell this thing was and it wasn't like a it wasn't like a uh, one of those clips you'd see where all of a sudden like the thing like this guy stepped on a branch and then the thing like like turned around and looked at him and then the video ends. No, it, he's just filming this thing. His camera starts to shake really bad and then he like puts it down and like starts to walk off the other direction. Like it gives a really realistic vibe if it's fake. But this this was not a bear and this was not a dude in a fucking monkey suit because a dude in a monkey suit, you should have seen the shit this thing was breaking off this tree like it was <laughs> I want to see this. I'm going to have to find it as soon as we get off here. I'm going to show it to you and then I want to know your opinion cuz it it legit made me be like what the hell was that? And yeah, I I want I like I want to believe there are fantastical beasts out there that we just have never found. <clears throat> I want to believe that. I don't know, man. One of the guys I worked with, he uh he claims he saw one claims he shot at this thing claims he had a small panic attack because it was like getting dark and he was with a buddy and they shot at this thing he knows they hit this thing and he had a panic attack because he's like we just fucking he's like we had to have just shot a person he's like what the fuck else would that have been but then they went over there no blood no nothing and he's like that that wasn't like what the fuck was that like, and he he was legit when he was telling me the story, and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> it was like it was like freaking me out. Yeah, I yeah, but if it was like it, it was dark, like I, know, I don't know. I it's, it's it's yeah. easy. Like I'm sure even he believes that he saw something like that he's never seen before, but maybe he didn't. Right. Like it's so easy to get confused and disoriented, you know what I mean? Sure. And like two people see the same event. And they recount it differently. Right. Or two people see something slightly different, but when they start talking about it, yeah. their story all of a sudden starts to align because they convince mm -hmm. each other and themselves of what they saw. Yeah, like memory is so fallible. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like the human memory is garbage. It's it really trash. is. Like surprisingly bad for, you know, 99% of us. Like surprisingly bad i'm sure you've seen those shows where they they stage something like they have a guy run through a, a crowd of people and he snatches this lady's purse and then he runs off and he's wearing like very specific things like a blue shirt uh a purple mask uh he has a white hat on and you know the lady's purse is gold or whatever and then they ask like 30 people what did you see their stories are wildly different <laughs> from what was what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't know why this reminds me of like I feel like I've talked about this before, but there was like this there's this magician, and like he he was showing how easy it is to rob people if they're doing something else. I've seen that. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. He's literally like, "Hey, uh, where's the dock?" And they're like, "Oh, it's over." He's like, "Hey, can I have your watch real quick?" And they just give it to him. Yeah, I've seen this. I've seen one where a guy, he uh, has like just cut sheets of paper that are the size of money. And he literally pays people with that because he's talking to them the whole time that, and he's keeping their attention. And he's paying with these blank pieces of white paper and they take it as if it's money, like $20 bills, and they count it and everything. But obviously it's not real pay like it's not real money like that's how that's how much he can twist their mind just by talking to them and keeping them distracted yeah and that's like all of like what magic is right yeah well misdirection that, and yeah i was gonna say misdirection yeah which yeah i guess that is what this is just misdirection of your entire conscious you know well, right you're, you're, ke you're keeping your attention like he's keeping their attention somewhere else when, when he's like when he's duping them with the money right yeah like one of the big ones that like a lot of the sleight of hand guys will do is they'll uh they'll have people hold like two cards i think david blaine even does this one he has them hold like two cards 
And then he stands opposite them and he grabs onto their wrists if they have a watch on. And he he moves their hands to slap their hands together, you know, to, to slap the cards together. And the whole time he's slapping the cards together, the person's watching their hands, you know, hitting these cards. And the whole time he's just taking off their watch the whole time he's doing it. Yeah. And they're not noticing that because they're so ingrained in watching the cards slap together <laughs> that they don't even notice they're being robbed. David, David Blaine's crazy. He's a guy's not even human. No, he, he's probably not. Dude, he, I'm telling you, he's probably a planeswalker too. Oh, you think so? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't I don't know how much like validity I put in this planeswalker thing. Wouldn't that be more common to like be able to go into other dimensions then? I don't think so, man. Not for us. Human dude, humans are pieces yeah, of shit. Yeah, that's not what I mean. Not for humans, for just anything else. Yeah, like Sasquatch. Yeah, but so that's the only thing. I There's not only one thing that can fly or swim. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I actually put a marginal amount of belief into that because mostly because I want to believe it so bad because I want it to be real. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> too convenient. I don't know, man. Like a lot of. It would be one thing, though, if, like, Sasquatch didn't, you know, stories of Sasquatch didn't exist until, like, five years ago. But those kind of stories have been around for a long, long, long time. That's a big difference, too. Well, and that, may, maybe this Sasquatch thing used to exist, but it just doesn't anymore. Well, and that could be. Because that's, that's one of my big points of contention, too, is it's like <clears throat> all these people have these stories about seeing some of this shit. But it's like, if it's been any time in the last 10 years, you can't tell me you didn't have your fucking cell phone with you. So pull out your phone and record it. Like, literally, if you have a group of five friends, guaranteed four of them have their phones on them. Like, (laughs) true. somebody's got to be able to record some of this crap that they claim they saw. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, Chupacabra. I don't know though. See, maybe I. I don't know. I listened to a good podcast the other day about skinwalkers. That's What's some a skinwalker. That's some interesting shit. I, it's some Native American type belief stuff that they, <clears throat> but it's some like kind of paranormal thing that these skinwalkers could. You know, they were kind of like shapeshifter type. Uh, I think they're evil entities, basically. Wait, isn't that like what Coyote was? Like he was a skinwalker because he would like trick people. That's yeah, possibly. I think I know what you're talking about. I just don't know enough about it to comment too deeply on it. But I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, like this. Like, they kind of believed <clears throat> that like these entities could also like manifest as things. Yeah, so the idea too behind the skinwalker is like it's like a cursed being because they were like they had like uh uh healers and like medicine man and stuff like that, but it's basically like somebody who was doing that and then they they did like an unforgivable act of evil, like they sacrificed their child or some something to that extent. So then they're cursed in this like skinwalker type of uh scenario basically okay they're cursed huh something to that extent yeah don't ask me what does the cursing i don't know that part (laughs) yeah what i don't know that's always nobody ever wants to think deeper than like oh they're cursed okay that makes sense it's like yeah but so then what curses them yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so here, I'll read the quick Wikipedia quick and dirty description. Uh, a skinwalker, in Navajo culture, a skinwalker <clears throat> is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. The term is never used for healers because it's like the opposite of a healer. Interesting. The opposite of a healer? 
that's the way uh, the podcast I was listening to kind of described it is that, yeah, they basically have done some sort of like unforgivable, you know, act, which is what is why this happens to them. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters such as the coyote. Yeah. OK, so I was kind of on the right thing. But can also include other creatures usually associated with death or bad omens. So, hmm. it was an interesting. It was an interesting listen, though. Like that's the kind of stuff that, whether or not I believe these things are real, it's interesting to hear about like the folklore that has been told through generations, you know, passed down. Yeah, I like that word of mouth stuff. <clears throat> well, and that's there's a lot more validity. I feel like to legends like this because like think about that we don't have like real legends nowadays because it's all right here on the internet it's all on your phone or whatever but at the same time it's amazing we have like this ability where most things can be written down or recorded and yet there's so many like you know even like reviews on an item one person's like, this item is great. The next person is like, this is the worst thing I've ever bought. It's like, that's amazing. It's two completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Whereas at least when it was word of mouth stuff, they, like, that was people's literal job was to tell the stories, to possess the stories of their people to pass down to the next people. Right. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, like it. That, yeah, like that's that's where like all that stuff from ancient Greece comes from. It's like, like those sonnets were like actually word of mouth. Like the tale of Odysseus was actually something that they would like speak. Right. Yeah, and I think that stuff's like incredible to me. Like to think that, you know, people could remember and tell these stories in such a way. Whereas, like we were just talking about, most people's memory is dog shit. So. You know, that's why they picked specific people, I'm sure, to pass their stories on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you had to, because you couldn't, like, not everybody could read. So you had to, like, actually tell stories by word of mouth. And I guess, like, whoever was telling the story would change it to their liking. Oh, I'm sure I was going to hear that freaking car alarm going off. I can't hear that. Um, I was also going to say that, though, because we've talked about this when it comes to, like, the Bible, because, um, you Everything know, in the Bible is true and real and fact, so don't even start. Obviously. Sorry. Case closed. Um, <laughs> but it's the same type of thing, right? So people take, take the Bible as the word of God, right? Mm -hmm. But it's the word of God that was written by other people, and... We all know people are very fallible, and we also know that this was translated many, 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 many times. So I've brought this up before that like the King James Version is one of the most widely accepted versions of the Bible. And it's like, so you don't think that when King James was having the, the scripture translated, and when one of his scribes was like, hey, uh, your majesty, it says right here that... The king should, as a leader, always treat his people as equals. You don't think that dude was just executed on the spot immediately and somebody else put in his place? And then For King sure. James is, like, scratching that part out? Eh, we, don't, we don't talk about that part. Like, <laughs> if somebody thinks that that far back... I mean, it, if somebody thinks that many people could have rewritten and retold this story and <laughs> have it all be 100% like accurate the whole time and retranslated it. <laughs> That's also another crazy belief to me. For sure. Yeah. Like everybody who had their hands on translating, it was going to change it a little bit. That's just right. how it is. Yeah. And I know that sounds very counterintuitive to what we were just talking about, but I feel like <laughs> I'm not saying either that the the stories that have been passed on through like oral traditions are 
100% the same as the way they started. I wouldn't believe that of any story. So, of course, I'm not going to believe it of something as, you know, fictional sounding to me as, <laughs> as the Bible. Right. <clears throat> I think we made enough people mad. Uh, probably, yeah. This was a... This, yeah. Probably. Maybe, just possibly, we'll get some hate mail over this one. I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, send them with the email address. Yeah, so if anybody would love to send us some hate mail over any of the topics we've covered today, uh, you can do that. kotpl.pod at gmail.com is the easiest way to reach us. Yeah. And th- something... I maybe I don't maybe I won't bring this up right now. Me and Ryan can talk about it after. Juicy. <laughs> I mean, not, not really. I mean, you already know, but they um, don't know. Also, too, like it, we're not like aiming to piss anybody off. We're mostly just having a conversation. <laughs> no, like, like I'm not trying to make anybody mad. <laughs> no, we're not. Because if we were, that would be very simple to do these days. If we were trying to make people mad, but we're we're legitimately not. Like we're not aiming at that. We're mostly just having a conversation, and we would love for anybody to join in the on the conversation by, you know, letting us know your thoughts. So yeah, uh, for sure, I would really like that. If you anybody would email us. Yeah. So thank you, anybody who is still listening at this point. And uh, we, uh, we hope to catch you guys in the next one.